Thanks for tuning in to the World XP Podcast. If you're enjoying the content, please drop us up, drop a like, and let us know your thoughts below in the comments. Also, please consider supporting our podcast via the link below. It really helps us out. Now, a word from our sponsors. Robbie, he's back. Last time he was here, he was a deacon, and now he's a priest. Congratulations, sir. Thanks, man. It's good to be back. Uh, good to be a priest. Um, it's crazy. It's good. <laughs> so, for those listening, um, Robbie and I probably meet up for lunch once every six months or so and just talk for like 18 hours, no, more like two or three, but and just talk about all things in the world. And once in a while, we have recorded them and put them put them on the internet, and this is round two. Um, one of the reasons why I was like, Robbie, you need to come back because I have questions. And we had just touched on this beforehand, and I feel like it'll segue – into all the other points that we had talked about, but you had mentioned something about um, you're talking just the state of people nowadays, and you mentioned something about pride and the thinking of that you know what's best for you. And I, the idea that I had immediately following that was, well, isn't there some sort of level of confidence? Where does the level of Right, pride being one of the seven the seven deadly sins comes into like confidence versus arrogance, right? Because you want to be confident in your life and that's a good thing, generally speaking, right? It helps you interacting with people and and okay, I've I have my idea and I'm like believing in my idea and that's a good thing. But where like the line between arrogance slash pride in that negative way and confidence in the positive way seems to be so blurry that lots of people even step on both sides sometimes they're one side sometimes the other side and that was the idea that I had and I was like well we should just start because I feel like this will be interesting yeah no um right because like each person has to have an understanding of like who they are and actual trust of themselves or else they end up just being like like doing nothing with their life right like if if they're like constantly worrying about like this decision or that decision and then they just kind of keep punting and punting and punting in all their life like paralysis by analysis yeah exactly right so if you don't actually have the like um the like trust in your own decision then um and like um like certainty about your own like what like what we've thought about something so far like yeah like you're not gonna you're not gonna do anything great you're not going to do um, any anything really out of the ordinary. Um, you're not going to change your life much, right? So, like, if your life is 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 the same and you don't know like how to make it better or whatever, um, then uh, at some point you're going to have to pull the trigger. And if you don't know where to like where you're aiming, then um, you know, and you're never sure about like is this actually the right thing? Um, that that is kind of you know like you know, pardon the, like, the, like, bad turn of phrase, but, like, the leap of faith. Yeah. It's, almost, it's a leap of faith, at least, like, yeah, of yourself, right? Like, we have to have that of, like, is this finally the right and perfect car for me? Or, like, hey, is this the person that I want to marry in my life that I want to, like, promise to be faithful to for all of my life? Like, at some point, you got to, you got to make that decision. Yeah. Then, on the other hand, right, um, you can make yourself into your own little tyrant. <laughs> you can go the other way. You're like, yeah. I'm, I am right. I'm the smartest, best person in the world, right? Um, and 
and I think right. I think we'll see that other um, one perhaps more clearly in opposition, right? Where uh, my way or the highway, um, a, a lack of looking at other people's opinions, perhaps. Um, uh, perhaps there has been good analysis, sure, but the, but there's a um, there's a, 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 a surety in self without actual relationships with others, right? And so, like, okay, both of these are like are are errors that people make. Um, what pride is in um, just like the, the kind of like classical definition, right? Um, uh, the, the pride that cometh before the fall, as the scriptures say, um, the pride that is described towards towards um, towards the the uh, uh, Satan and the evil angels, um, the the pride that in some way lives in each of us is a um, uh, it's a belief um, that we're much better than we actually are, right? So better in our ability to make decisions, better in our actual like like, like overestimation of 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 um, my knowledge, overestimation of my abilities. Um, an easy example of this is like if you're not a good mountain you're not a good skier or a mountain biker or whatever like and you go down a double black diamond um if you're if you're prideful right and you overestimate how great you are uh, then you're gonna um you're gonna eat it <laughs> right and uh you know ski patrol is gonna have to come out and right like like it ends up pretty catastrophic in that way right and the same is true just with those like smaller decisions right if you overestimate um you know, um, how, you know, good you are at a writer and you don't need to revise your work, right? Um, you can end up with a bad, with a bad report, a bad review, um, all those sorts of things. Um, yeah. Uh, um, it's the same as Anakin in episode three, when he's like, you underestimate my power. It's the same. And, and that shows itself in pop culture, movies, et cetera, all the time that, that, but it's so glaring often in that, way that we don't see it in ourselves i feel like sometimes yeah. like even somebody prideful would look at in that movie and be like well that was dumb right, right. but then but then right. you get in the situation and you still do it right oh man and um yeah i mean right and so like i mean a lot of that requires just like reflecting a lot on your life um who you are as a person where you are, even like, you know, um, are you tired that day, right? And is that why, like, like if maybe you can't be as nice or like be able to like have this conversation right now with your spouse because, um, you know, you need a cup of coffee before you have that conversation to really, okay, now I know I'm in a good spot where I can have this conversation and, and, um, and not make it blow up. Uh, yeah, it's, um, uh, in the in the most like in the grandest sense of what of what pride is as well, it, right? It's it's um, in relation to God, right? Um, uh, God is God, not me, uh, not you. <laughs> uh, and yeah, uh, when we put ourselves in His shoes, right? When we make our own rules, when we define reality by what I think as opposed to how it actually is. Um, it's me taking the place of God. Um, it's me, uh, yeah. 
Um, so uh, yeah, you can end up in some sticky situations because um, you like just want like make your own bad decision that you think is best when in reality uh, it, it, it's not all true to reality. It's not at all true to your abilities. Um, and, and developing the, the, the other virtues around it, um, like to, to actually like be humble, which is the opposite to pride, to like actually have a proper estimation of your own abilities, a proper estimation of, of, of who you are really, um, developing the other virtues that like support it. Um, that's like, that, that's the absolutely good and necessary thing for like, yeah human to like be good yeah that's very interesting you mentioned three things that yeah kind of i had thoughts about the first i'll yeah. say the first one because i think it'll be the quickest and then we can kind of segue using the other thoughts but the the last one you mentioned humble and often when you hear people describe somebody who they view as um i'll use good loosely but like generally positive you hear things like quietly confident or humble but secure or like there's always a balance of like both of these things and that it's it's almost like you could almost replace that with just self-aware almost mm -hmm. not not entirely it's not a it's not a like for like swap but yeah. yep um it's it's very interesting to me that Confidence isn't really, and I've learned this as I've got older through exploring with conversations with you, confidence isn't necessarily just projecting it on everybody else. It's just staying true to who you are. But but to do that, you have to know who you are. And then that's the part that takes all the, the time and the, like, <laughs> it, it's so annoying because you have to just be like, yeah, this part of me is shit and I have to go change it. Right, um, right. And that's never fun because you have to like take a piece of you away. And I, I was talking with um another uh, friend of mine, Will. Who this that episode will come out right before this one. It was like when I was a freshman in college. This is the example I use because it's very easy. I come from a situation where there were tons of like amazing people at the high school. I was I did fine. And I go to Mary Washington. It's a much smaller like pool generally. And I was like, wow, I'm great. And I told people that. And it was like had to take it on the chin somebody was like hey you should probably that's really not good and i was like ah yeah you're probably right but so i had i had to like take it on board it took it took me a year or so to like get that out um but that was definitely a a reflection on like wow one i didn't necessarily realize i was doing it in that way nor how it affected other people and then mm -hmm. it's like then you get to the point where like man, was this a case of that or was this a case of, and then you start, and then you start to like reflect on things that maybe stick around and then you've got to sort through all that in your head. And then you've got to understand that like, okay, those things happened. And now I'm moving on with the understanding that I'm not going to do that anymore because yeah. it uh, affects people negatively. So that was the first one. Yeah. Oh man, a couple of things. Okay. Humility and meekness. Um, and I think like self-awareness is certainly um, it's under the umbrella of humility. Mm -hmm. And it, and, it, and I think in how we commonly use it, it kind of um, uh, hits a lot of 
the things that are in humility. Um, right, it, it, it's, a, it's an awareness of, of, of who I am, um, what I am in relation to other people. Right. And then meekness is more of that, um, how do I act in the world, right? Meekness is knowing like um, I can, um, I have like the, like when you're playing soccer with, with third graders, mm-hmm. you know, you're not trying to meg all of them, just you know, two or three, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you're not going full speed, like, like you tone it back, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because you have skill and power, but um, meekness is, is holding those things back um, based on those certain, certain circumstances. And part of that too might be in, um, uh, in that, uh, moments where we, yeah, where we recognize like, Hey, I showing all of my power here, this is not the place. Mm-hmm. So meekness is how we, um, uh, um, it, it, it describes how we act in the world. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. some of the greatest leaders have been humble and then how they act in the world is, is, is meek. Huh? Um, so meek is kind of the manifestation of humility in the world and humility is just your own trait that allows you to be meek right ish and as people grow older and they figure out more of like who am i um it's kind of funny because when you um like uh i'm at a parish now that has a school so i spend a lot of time in the school you know high-fiving the kids all that fun just you know saying good morning to everyone all that fun and it about fourth grade like something like changes in the human person right where they have this kind of greater awareness about who they are and like maybe a little bit of discomfort about who they are but up until that like every single kid knows exactly who they are and exactly what they're about um because they they understand their very identity um you know like you walk up to a kid and they say like you know who are you they'll say their name um and then i was like well how do you know like well you know my family my parents talk right um their entire understanding of of their identity of who they are is in relation to other people right and i don't think that's a thing that necessarily changes as you get older right because as um as children get older as anyone begins to recognize parts of themselves that like they really don't like that they like need need to jettison um like they have to like like that hurts right mm-hmm. because perhaps they've like made a part of this like hurt or this like passing strength that they have like i was a really good speller in fifth grade and like if my identity is based around like that and like you know like you're not gonna um you know, you're, you're gonna have a meltdown at some point when you realize like that is not who i am um and and so then you also likewise like so you have that piece of you that you hate that you need to get rid of that hurts um humility is just that recognition like whoa i um that's not actually what i am right um what i am i think is also still defined by um uh understood not necessarily defined but um most easily understood by your relationships with other people, right? Like you just got married, right? So mm-hmm. now like there's a part of who you are that is that's tied to your wife, right? Um, 
Uh, so it becomes a, a new sense of your identity. You're not just, you know, Eric, right? You're, you're no longer a bachelor. You know, you're mm -hmm. married, right? Um, uh, it's, it's, it's part, of, part of who you are. Um, and so, uh, yeah, like humans are always going to understand themselves in relation to other people. That's just, just how we work. And I think uh, the more isolated and um, um, like individualistic um, that people are, um, the worse it is for each individual person to understand who they are. Um, because then you're not defining yourself by the people that are actually close to you, people like sort of like your family, um, or the friends that are direct or the, your community directly around you, like your neighbors, right? Um, you define yourself based off of um, like a specific set of, 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 of people that you follow on Instagram or whatever. And like, you like put yourself all into those things, which just aren't as, aren't as real as, um, you know, the most essential parts of, of, of you. Um, gosh, yeah, that was, there's a lot in there that you like, man, we could talk about that for that. Yeah. Like, there's, there's so much in there because yeah. then you can, split into the nuance of like okay to compare yourself to you yeah i just want to be a little bit better than i was yesterday but then to measure there are certain things that you cannot measure like let's just take um like like mile time for instance right yeah. it's very easy to measure okay i'm five seconds faster than i was yesterday but then if you take that over time and it's like, okay, well, what are you actually like, why are you doing this? And then you get into maybe mile time is not the great, not the greatest example, but at a certain point you have to measure yourself by your peers or in whatever activity or whatever thing you're looking, you're looking at. There's a, there, at a certain point you have to do both, but you can't, you have to set, it's weird because you have to like, you have to measure it on both, but then you can't generate your own self-worth from the comparison with your peers because there's always going to be somebody better and so there's that like balancing of like you can't measure your own life by instagram however comma you can also attain to something that you see on instagram in terms of a lifestyle or whatever and that's a very tricky thing that i think the human brain is not fully really like myself included, hasn't, we've not evolved to understand that yet, right? In the grand scheme of things, social media is very, very young. So it's, I don't think we have figured out how to deal with that. And I'm tie this into the two thoughts I had on what you were saying earlier. Um, and the first is that you mentioned, or they're tied together, but the first is that you mentioned pride being the what you say, cometh of the fall of fall, yeah pride cometh before the fall is the yeah that one in English sure yeah and then pride also being um when you think that your reality is only as you perceive it not the underlying reality um and so that's what where social media is how you is starting to be how you perceive your own reality and so people are not understanding not even of their own 
fault, I would say. It's just the world that we've become accustomed to. And if you're not really thinking like this is not I spend probably way too much time thinking about all these things. <laughs> but but as a society, I feel like and you see this manifesting itself with the um some of like the the transgender stuff in schools were like, no, I am this way because I say so verse. And, and, and then people also are saying, well, we're going to be in a civil war. Society is collapsing, blah, blah, blah. And all these things are just coming together at this, like, here we are now. So those are the other two thoughts that I had. Um, and I don't, and then the other thing, to really tie it all up to what we talked about earlier is I feel like that is a loss of like spirituality in a bit, right? You see people who are in this talking, having these sorts of conversations are always touching on the spiritual side of things without really diving into a religion thing. And I think some of them maybe because of some of the negative connotations of religion, right? You can insert any religion you want and there's negative things that people will say about it so but anyways those are kind of my thoughts that are all wrapped into into the one which is so much there so my bad (laughs) yeah it's um i mean this has always been like a problem we've been talking talking about with social media is the like hyper um sectarianism that like mm-hmm. you get, but like you know you're, it's just it's reinforcing what you already like right so you only follow the people you like and you don't listen to these people and right it's okay there, there's definitely that aspect um but then as you start to like really buy into an idea um it just like and like that's all you're consuming right that's all of the like and and you're consuming more through social media or or just any sort of media rather than like reality, mm-hmm. then um, yeah, you're going to end up in a, in a, in a, that becomes your reality. Yeah. You're going to end up in a fairy world though, because it's not actually how things are. Cor- correct. And then you yeah. act, you act as if that is the reality that exists. Right. And then that's where the conflicts happen between people being like, no, this is my reality. And this is your reality. You hear people say, tell your truth. It's like, yeah. okay, fine. You, you have your story, but also like, and we use this analogy before I punch you in the face. You're still, you still got punched in the face. Like yeah. I can say, well, I didn't think that I did it or yeah. whatever. Well, we can also change the categories and describe how that happened. Right. Sure. So then, then it becomes a whole other, like, so we're just going to like throw away our ability to communicate and speak about the same things together. Like, um, like I manipulation say, like, of manipulation of language right and um and evolution like like of categories as well like i can mm-hmm. distinguish new categories where maybe for a second i just kind of like like was happy that you punched me because maybe i was like kind of self-loathing and i knew like i needed to be in the, you know like you know maybe it wasn't like so then you know if i if i think of if i think of things in my world in this way and and I have a category now to describe it. Um, if it if it's not a true category, then it then it then it's not helpful and actually distorts what's what's really going on, right? Um, categories are helpful. Categories are amazing, right? Like 
categories of between pride, humility, and meekness, right? Like good things. Categories are wonderful. Um, uh, but yeah, when we just kind of create categories that don't actually speak about what the thing is, um, um, that don't, um, uh, that, that, that justify us afterwards, then, um, I mean, we're making that category out of pride because we're trying to like justify ourselves and say like, no, what I'm doing is good. And here, let me explain, let me like make the reasons why, right? Um, I mean, the moral theology, moral like like ethics, how to speak about the human person in our actions, I mean, has existed for 4,000 years. Um, and to, to not utilize that in our, and not utilize the like intellectual tradition and and to like grow in a mastery of our of what people for thousands of years have been studying and developing and like curating um to like just kind of throw that out the window is um you know it's not smart right? <laughs> like, like um but that, that's like when you're creating new categories without looking at anything that like has been described about it before like you're not, um, you're not, you're not doing, you're not actually like getting much help from like the trusty practice of old. Mm, that's interesting. I had a feeling that pride would bring us to like that discussion would bring us to, to this. I mm. didn't see how you connected it coming. That's quite interesting that when you make your own category up of whatever, and yeah. that's kind of this pride manifesting itself. I also do want to caveat um, one thing before people are saying I'm being insensitive. But I don't. If you're an adult and you want to think you're the other gender, I don't. I don't care. This is not really. It's it's not really it's not really a um, an indictment on these people. It's just the 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 pushing of the concepts and the that rather than the individual like. Yeah. thought experiments i want everyone to be happy and that's okay caveat disclaimer done um but i i want to go on that connection between pride and maybe the the rise of more secular maybe even just lack of spiritual yeah things in society because there's people that often meditation is being if you if you look in the right places people are starting to meditate a lot more people are starting to do yoga a lot more i feel like is is getting pushed um in positive ways the the benefits of these things right people are talking about even from a sciencey perspective like uh do you know andrew the huberman lab i don't know that he's um he's like a neuroscientist that works at stanford Mm -hmm. And he does stuff on like benefits of heat exposure, cold plunges, yoga, meditation, yeah, all these like ha these different habit things, how dopamine and he gets into the real sciencey stuff. But there's this push for these things that were grounded back in like back in ancient times in a spirit, very, very spiritual um, sense that have come back. And like, it feels like people are missing that a little bit. And so they're trying to like, touch at it without being religious necessarily and i feel like that goes with the the pride kind of 
is sprinkled, not necessarily in these people who are trying to do it because they're trying to get themselves back on track. They understand that they've got stuff they got to work on, et cetera, et cetera. But pride as a society versus like, like there's some sort of thing there and I can't really quite point it, put yeah. my finger on it. I think like, like humanity is innately spiritual um uh how do we like like one kind of easy reason uh, is that is because i mean and when i say spiritual um it's it's a lot more closer to like actual life than people like think like they think they're only being spiritual when they um you know sit down and have their meditation time and fine um i mean yeah that, that's certainly an aspect of it right and and it certainly is good for the human person. Yep. Um, but I mean, spirituality is like um, how we live and act and, 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 and make a lot of choices in our life. Um, uh, it, anything that pertains to our ability to um, transcend ourselves, both in, in ideas and then made that made it, made it in action. Um, right? I mean, that's, that's spirituality. Right. Um, uh, to like believe that, um, you know, humanity is 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 good. Right. OK. There's a spiritual idea that you know that you that you're holding now and your actions reflect that. Um, uh, and I mean, it, it, uh, man it, it is, is humanity. Right. Is meant to. Um, make a like like to engage in that in that in that spirituality um and i think the, a lot of the problems of of um, um kind of like our generation is that uh because in many ways we're hyper individualistic um we have a really limited spirituality uh, mm, go on that we like we don't um we basically are limiting spirituality to inside of our own heads and perhaps even just inside of our own phone um we really lack the ability and this is absolutely reinforced by the culture to transcend ourselves um for example taylor swift's latest album uh she has a new album Oh jeez! Get with it. Get with it. <laughs> um, I know this is fruit of a conversation with a friend. Well, mostly just me stealing it from him, this idea from him. But that uh, she she's had the same problem for for as long as she's been making music. Well, it's more breakup songs than it's it's more breakup songs. Like yeah, she finally kind of does realize like it's me, I'm the problem. Yes, but it's like it's all of the the same problems. And she doesn't ever, it's all about things in her own life. Like all of her music is about things in her own life, about problems that are in her own head, um, problems that directly relate to her. And she doesn't actually, like other songwriters, right, of years past, ones that perhaps, perhaps that are better, um, she makes no references to outside of her own experience. Mm. Um, so if she has, like, she, she doesn't make any allusions to the to like broader things necessarily in the culture to um to things like the bible right which i mean 
really great songwriter, like like Bob Dylan did a whole lot, right? Um, uh, to the even to the great Greek epics, right? Um, there's no, it's purely just bound up in her own experience, and I think that's where a lot of of people in our generation are, where uh, they have these ideas that are hyper specific to themselves, and the farthest that they can reach, the farthest that they can see of their both own human possibility of, of their like, to what degree can I develop myself as a human person in virtue? Um, and then also um, to like, what is out there? Um, it's just, it's tiny. Um, there are, our worlds as connected as they are now, they've become far, far smaller. And our ability to transcend ourselves and to actually be in any, in any sort of relation with, with um, uh, the, the, like the, the, um, the most effective parts of, of spirituality are, are, are completely limited because again, it's just, if it's all about me, then, you know, um, and it's all about my experience and I just think about myself all the time. I don't look at what's happened in the past in human history that I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um, like develop in that see this is quite interesting to me because you see a lot of people our age that are i'll say very concerned with something like uh, climate change or ukraine right so it seems it seems like they are caring but then at the same time you have people that are gluing themselves to a painting whenever I, I think it was a van gogh or something but yeah, it's it like the tomato sauce on it and yeah yeah so it's like that's confusing to me because tweeting about it doesn't really do it. It doesn't do anything. One. And two, is this a, obviously speaking in generalizations, but is this a, let me show everybody that I'm caring for something so I can be a good person so I can feel better about myself versus like a, it feels like it's caring with selfish intent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in some way, like, sure, it could be like virtue signaling. Um, but I, I want to, I want to go past the like yeah, virtue yeah, signaling like, is like personally. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fine. Like people can say that, and people do that, and they say things, and they've got their hashtags and whatever. Yeah. But like, for on a on a deeper on a deeper level, right? Because you can say virtue. People want a virtue signal because they don't want some. They don't. They don't want to get canceled. But. I'm talking about like one step. Like why do like why do they feel like why do they feel like they're going to get like what about hmm, let me figure out how to formulate this. It's like because there's a fear it's like a superficial fear of like if you get canceled by like there's a like if I get canceled I'll just go work somewhere else like mm -hmm. i like but then there's a certain set of people where it's like they're in this kind of they're famous but they're not famous enough to like continue to they're not, like rogan you can't really cancel rogan but mm -hmm. then there's that, that that group of people below that those are the ones that are say virtue signaling and then you've got the people that are just regular people that like nobody like he's like people don't really care that much honestly if if some guy tweets the ukraine flag or somebody like 
like right. at least in my experience anyway. So there's like there's a reason past that where it's like for what? Almost. And also for for the Ukraine sp- thing specifically, the people that are doing that, this is this is way tangent and we don't have to touch on this, but the people that are doing that are absolutely beyond me because like do you have no understanding that Putin feels threatened? He has nukes. He said he's going to use them, and we're like, yes, we want to give Ukraine more weapons. You know what happens when you give a country at more at war more weapons? More people die. Think, like, just think, just think about it. Like, sorry, that's a very that's a pet peeve of mine. That it's just it's just one step removed. Like, why would you want to give a country at war more weapons if you're concerned about the people's lives? More weapons equals more people dying. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, but it's a whole complicated another. Um, yeah, yeah. I just. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I think I don't know. Anyways, that's a different. Anyways, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, and I'm no means that. Because like, yeah, I think there's an aspect of like, yes, we should want to be in solidarity and like, you know, like I, I stand with Ukraine. I'm like, you know, I stand with you know whoever right about this thing and like i can like tweet into the echo chamber and i think a lot of people do that just because um like okay they see the tweet and they're like wow this is bad i want to like like they feel that there's some need of self-expression and in some i mean this is where i mean um the like uh um like actual relationship is kind of like a little bit out of the window because like if um you know you mailed a random letter to a person in ukraine and it said like i stand with you and like you mail the letter right like they received this letter in the mail and they're like what the, what the hell is this <laughs> it's it's more of a oh that's nice put it down let me go pick my gun back right up. right and it's like it's it's missing the like actual human relationship that's there so like i mean that's what like twitter is made off of it's made off of like this like quick ability to like to communicate about um, something, and so I think, um, and it's not necessarily meant to be like in a, in an actual close relationship, which is um, that's if, if like we only if we interact with the whole world like via Twitter, like we're not going to be good at actually having good like deep human relationships. No. Um, uh, um, if if we up, like approach the world like we approach Twitter, um, and I mean some of it too is like some of it's just like not our business. Um, uh, I mean, like I I pray for Ukraine, um, pray for right peace in all the world. Um, I don't follow the wall the war too closely. I can keep like super close track of that because you know I mean doesn't. Other than through social media, and I, I don't really see any way in which um, it's this affects my day to day life and the people that I deal with, um, and the people that I work with and love every every day. Um, um, some of them, yeah, sure, they have family that's in the military. Um, some of them, yes, are are Ukrainian. Great, it really affects them, and then it then it affects me, but. Uh, I mean, likewise, I mean, in um, in the Dominican Republic, there was a gigantic uh, um, storm surge and like, something like 11 people died. Fact check that number, it's wrong. But it's like, 
right? Like, whoa, whoa. Um, you know, the big natural disaster in the Dominican Republic, um, not on the news at all. Uh, but like um, one of my friends here, she has family there and she's showing me these videos and like, this is something I'm going to like emotionally and like invest myself in and, and like be a part of because like this actually relates to me and a human person that I, that I know and love and people that they know and love. And like, because of that, I care. Um, and, and like, there's an, a reality of like what's in my lane and what's like way out there. Right? Um, like I don't have super well-developed thoughts on candidates for, you know, the next presidential race. Cause oh, um, God, that would take know, another eight. That's a whole other, that's a whole other, let's, let's, let's step back to politics, man. Um, uh, just cause like, I don't know, like it, it's outside of my lane. Yeah, I didn't mean most, to put us. I didn't mean to put us into that. I just needed to get yeah. that, yeah, yeah, um, out there. But yeah. right, again, it gets, it's it's like that echo chamber. So that again, um, and like I can be torn in a lot of different ways in a lot of different places, and like thinking about all these things that necessarily don't actually matter to me and who I am and what I need, like to be a better person in my life. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah. Um, and that's a, that's a pretty general problem that, um, uh, people have where, um, uh, as, as a priest, um, hearing confessions that, yep, people struggle with, um, becoming really worked up over, um, news and things that are happening in the world that are, that are way bigger than, than them, that maybe they, 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 they shouldn't be as, as worked up about. Um, yeah what are your thoughts on this then so if people we've got this so i'll frame it and we've got this hyper individualistic culture and people are seeing unattainable things places and they feel like maybe speculating they have to be worried about something big to attain said unattainable thing and to focus on that takes it away from focusing on right the parts that we have to jettison, like we were talking about earlier. And to do that, to focus on the parts of you that you have to jettison, you have to take responsibility. When you focus on something huge, there's a certain element I feel like of oh, of way well, easier. You know, than, I can yeah. I I'm not actually responsible if Putin hits the red button. Like it's not my fault. But if I care about the big thing. I'm still caring about something to give my life meaning, but it's like it's shallow. It doesn't you could you could you could exchange whatever big issue, right? This is gonna happen. It's starting to happen with climate change, right? We went from COVID to climate change and then there'll be now you then it's Ukraine and then it'll be something else. And it, it doesn't actually people just care about whatever the next thing is. Yeah. And but in order to have the hyper individualistic, you need to be taking a lot of responsibility for like, I don't think there's something inherently wrong with the individual, like individualism and like, like freedom to do what I want or you want, like the, the libertarian quote approach, as long as you have somebody that's going to 
take responsibility for themselves, their immediates, like family, close friends, and then the community as right. Those three that I talked about with Will on the last episode and that you just mentioned, right? Like Ukraine is not in those three things. And so I don't know. What are your thoughts on that sort of framing of especially yeah. the responsibility aspect? Yeah, no, I think a lot of times people use um, big world events, um, problems of other people as a great way to distract themselves from what they actually need to be working on in themselves, mm. right? Um, like it's way easier to, as our, as our Lord says, right, to like point out the splinter in someone else's eye when you're not actually dealing with the beam in your own eye, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, um, yeah, so, I mean, people get just super... And I, th- I think we're at the, also at the point in our individualistic culture, right? Where it's, I think, yeah, like we have this reality of personal autonomy. I can make my own decisions. Um, but when when the very principles which make something good or bad become individualistic, then we really no longer have a society, right? So if if we are individuals who take responsibility and base, and we all have the same sort of um, um, principles, which, which guide like our responsibility, guide like, uh, you know, what we think is good, what we think is bad, then, um, then yeah, then that's, a, that's a level of individualism, which is, which is good. Huh? Um, if it's an individualism, which says like, whatever I get and whatever makes me the most money, um, that's my principle of living. And I don't care about you, then, then there's, that's the, um, that's it gone too far. Yeah. And that's, again, that's a type of t- making that sort of principle of what is good and what is bad. That's a manifestation of pride. Mm. Right. It's, it's me saying, well, this is how the world is. And this is what's actually good as opposed to, um, well, not like this is what, I mean, I, I mean in the, in the social sense, what we all agree is good. Um, in the historical sense, the like, what throughout history people have said is good in the theological sense. It's what God made each thing to be and like how he made that to, to actually flourish. Yeah. Um, and I, I think Go on that tie those two in the individual of like the, the standpoint of um, when people have the same like principles and then God, the, the last part you said about in the theological sense, because I feel like I feel like that's where we can wrap this up or wrap this particular portion up quite nicely with the individualism. It's like in, it's good when everybody has the right good from the sense of it's very it's much better when the culture is homogeneous versus like some guy from here and some guy from there. And then the cultural values don't mix. And then it becomes not like I don't care about you because you don't have the same principles as me. But I care about this other guy because we went to the same church or whatever. Yeah. Go on that. Go on that a bit. I think there's something there. Yeah. Um, one way to break to transcend yourself um, to like have a bit of of, of, of authentic spirituality um, is 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 to, is to look how like how far can this thing actually take me? Huh? Um, if if I subscribe to you know. Uh, Joe Rogan as my like source of spirituality, my source of ideas, my source of belonging, then um, 
okay, I'm limited to whatever Joe Rogan thinks and whatever or whatever he reads and writes. So, okay, a little bit bigger net, but not as big. If I think that um, I'm a tiny speck in the universe and somehow the universe, um, like this um, word which describes the amalgamation of all of the things, then again, okay, it's pretty pretty broad made up a word to describe some sort of possible sentient being, which is apparently doing something uh, only when it's good for the most part. Um, uh, or um, we can actually, um, and this, this is the uniquely Christian idea, is that we can actually have a relationship with, with the God who, who makes all things, um, uh, creator of heavens, the heavens and the earth, um, creator of you, um, uh, the beginning or end, always existing, right? Um, but he is not just like, he's not a, a being just as we are a thing, but he is a, a being itself, huh? um, right? Like, like the, 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 if you want to look for like, okay, how, like, what is the greatest impossible spirituality? It's something which actually taps into that greatest and highest being. Um, uh, right, like the Christian, like um, other religions try to do this as well, right? Of like, okay, like that—that's religion in general tries to connect us to God, who is the greatest and highest being, who breaks us out of our hyper individualism, gives us a, gen a, a communal set of principles, right? Typically, which is what God has shown us. This is how we're supposed to live. The commandments, um, etc. Stories yeah, in the Bible. This is how you're. Even in other cultures and religions, too, like this is how you're to offer sacrifice to me. This is how the world works, um, all that. Uh, then you also have, um, uh, so you're right, you got those like shared principles you have, but, and perhaps also this, this, this um, promise also from, from, from God, um, sure, of like eternal life through in there. The unique Christian spin on this is that um like it's not us trying to claw our way up the ladder to get outside of ourselves to to find god um but that he's the god who has found us um because like basically whenever like we choose the wrong thing and we go against what's good for us as as people we spiritually push ourselves away from god and we misalign ourselves with with his principles and and so in our waywardness, our like in all of our bad decisions, um and our misconceptions about the world, uh he's the God who's come to find us. He's the God who in Jesus, that's who Jesus was, God who became man, um taught, uh established a church and suffered and died for our sins, okay, ascends back to heaven, has his church on earth here. He's the God who, who has, has come to us and has said, this is the way in which you will flourish. This is the way in which you will be happy. Um, the, 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 the perfection of this would be the things like, like the Beatitudes, right? Like blessed are the, blessed are the um, poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God, right? Like Jesus telling us um, what it like if you want to be happy if you want to actually have a spirituality that's connected to the greatest and highest being in the world to a god who loves you and a god who's come to find you here's how you're gonna do it 
Um, mm. And boom, like you now understand yourself in relationship to God, right? Permanent being, perfect being. Um, uh, you, um, you have a, a, a community of other people who can help you to grow in the, in the, in the common ideal. Um, and you have a lot of really good reasons, especially since we're right roughly 2000 years after Jesus Christ. And, um, there's a lot, there, there's more than I could ever read in my life, um, of good writings, um, that, uh, um, I, I, that have been produced by, by Christians that um, describe the human person and how to be good, um, who God is, um, how we can best cooperate with God. I mean, all of that is, um, there's just way more on that in, like, in, 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 the, in the tradition of the church that, um, uh, that people even, even think to realize. Mm. Yeah, I don't know where we ended up there, but that's very interesting to me because in religion generally, if you want the individual to have a relationship with God, there's almost a certain aspect of it's this. It's it goes back to this balancing thing again. Is like what you you have to be acting in such a way that is beneficial for yourself and those around you because you have you can't go so far to the individualistic side that then becomes prideful but then then you also run into the just the the, the thing that is human beings and who are flawed and so you run into like and this happens right with both religion right the early onset of christianity the early onset of of the United States of America, how the constitution was written and all of these things, there's like a shelf life on all of these, um, not these things that are run by humans on earth where eventually humans are so not, uh, <laughs> not ideal for this sort of thing that things will just start to crumble because you have people who are, not good at heart they have bad intentions they are mm -hmm. incompetent yeah. they are insert any negative thing and so then you end up i think that's almost half or a piece of the reason why we've ended up in this hyper individual individualistic thing because people look at the u.s like the u.s right now and they're like well nancy pelosi's been doing insider trading why should i care about what congress is doing why should i go vote why should i do this and participate in my do my civic duty when it doesn't matter anyways because yada 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 and so i'll just focus on me and then so there, like i don't know i feel like it's very is i don't know what are your thoughts on that as well well i, I let me caveat one more thing i think yeah. i think with all that said then you have to go to if you're going to be individualistic, you still then have to, the more individualistic you have to go in a way that would manifest itself in a good way, you still have to take more responsibility on for yourself. The more the more that you are counting on you, the more you have to be responsible for you. And so you, we can't have it. We can't have our cake and eat it too. Or we're like, well, you know yeah. what? 
it's it doesn't matter. I'm not going to participate in anything in the community. But also, I want the community to do everything for me. It's like, okay, it doesn't really work. Yeah. You can't do that. Right. However, comma, when the community is not doing anything for you anyways, then it then it's like we're in this weird sort of give and take. And I think it goes that way with with religion as well. So many people people are disenchanted with religion. I think you've seen the rise of when we were looking for officiants for the wedding. So like we only talked to a handful, but all of them use this term spiritual, but not religious. And I hadn't heard that term until six months ago, eight months ago. And I, I assume it's been around for a little while, but that's, I would think a relatively new term because people, it, this it's the same concept with the government. It's the same concept with religion. People are like, why do I need this priest or this rabbi or this whoever who's a flawed human right. to help me do X, Y, Z? Why can't I just do it? And then the same cycle comes back around. It's like, okay, well, if you're going to do that, you have to take the maximum amount of responsibility on for yourself. If you're not going to have somebody who like, it's your job to help people have a relationship with God, if we're going to like boil it all the way down, essentially. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not going to count on you, then I have to take full responsibility on for myself. And if I don't do that, then I can't be like, well, the priest didn't help me. Well, yeah, you didn't go to him anyways. <laughs> I don't know. It's very like, but it goes with, I think we've lost the sense of community a little bit as well. But I think, mm -hmm. I don't know. There's a lot there too. You know, I think um, when you take on all of that personal responsibility, uh, when you bring on this individualism, um, you kind of you can end up one two two extremes and anywhere in between, huh? Or flip flop between the far extremes, yeah, right? Um, one is complacency because okay, if you're the one deciding your principles, you're like, you know what? It's okay that you know I you know treat people terribly. You know, like a like a sort of Karen figure, like I'm the law. You know, I yeah. like, you can be okay with being a terror on the world, right? Loosely speaking, right? But this is yeah. Um, you can you can define and 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 just completely accept yourself in and really just lower your standards, right? If you're making the standards and you feel bad that you're not meeting the standard, well, just lower the standard, and now you're okay. Right. Okay. So there's like, there's one problem with, with individualism um, because then, I mean, in reality, right. Like if I'm really bad at, yeah. Um, that's a, so you can end up really complacent in that way. Mm -hmm. And the complacency is, is um, by a, a changing of the standards for your own benefit because I'm, you know, because uh, a lot of people don't want to actually have and take that responsibility for, well, actually in reality, and in maybe perhaps even what I intended to do, I didn't meet the goal. And they're afraid to confront the fact that they're a failure. Yeah, fear of failure is... Yeah. And and if you're not... It's not being humble, right? Being humble is recognizing and having a proper estimation for what you are and, and what you've done, right? I'm a failure because, you know, I, you know, failed, uh, you know, this exam, right? Uh the exam gives me a, a proper estimation of, of who I am, right? Um, I, I did. I failed the test, so um, you know I'm either going to write it off, and and I'm going to um, you know say, well, you know maybe it, it was rigged or whatever, 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 right? Um, 
The other way that people can take it is um, uh, is, 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 is a sorrow or depression. Um, I didn't meet the goal. That. We see that a lot now. Depression rates are through the roof. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and final acts following depression as well also, right? Like, yeah. Um, and again, it's, it's a, um, other aspects in which, yeah, sure. That's related to individualism, but it's, um, uh, you can end up just in, in depression because you, because you don't know how to deal with being a failure. Right. Um, I would say that perhaps Christians are, are the best failures. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a walking failure. Uh, I, you know, um, I'm very aware. I have, you know, I went to the six years of seminary and, and by golly, I can really well describe a lot of my problems. Um, and I'm, you know, um, when I really do take the time uh, at the end of each day to like, how did I do today? Um, if I'm just on my own and I have to carry that responsibility to myself, I will literally be crushed um, um, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a place of sorrow, in a place of depression. Um, uh, so um, I, I think that's part of, I mean, that's one of the new, like, as a priest, I hear confessions, right? So people come before, come to the priest um, to confess their sins, receive God's forgiveness. Um, and it's um it's 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 the most beautiful and freeing thing um for, for, for Catholics who I mean to really recognize, yeah, like this is an encounter with God where he's actually forgiving them, where he's he's giving them the help, right? Like they can't make up for their sins because um you know, like like they've to an extent to which they can't repay, hurt God, um hurt what he's made us to be. Um, fallen short of, of of what he's called us to be. Um, but in his love and mercy, he's there to say, no, it's okay. Listen, um, try again, try again, try again. Um, and and so the Christians become really good at failures because we fail all the time. And, and our, our, our God keeps telling us, listen, like, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. Like, learn how to use my help well. So that way you can try and try and try and sometimes fail, fail, fail again and again and again. Um, but always again, like not losing sight of that best and final end of the human person. Um, I did that thing again where I just kind of ended up in this other thing. <laughs> yeah, you do that sometimes. That's okay though. Can you steel man the, a lot of people in, you know, the term, um, there's like these, uh, I hate these terms because people use them, whatever. But like the red pill or manosphere, have you heard of this? Yeah, this is the like, uh, like like from the Matrix. Right? Yeah, right. But it's these it's these guys that are in this sort of space where they're like, nobody's helping you, like nobody's gonna help you. You have to take responsibility, like fix your life, go like do, oh, and then okay. and then some of them end up with like. Um, don't get married because the marriage system is messed up and if you get divorced the women's just going to take half your stuff and some of them end up there which I don't agree with obviously because I just yeah. did it Um, but <laughs> but can you steal man just the not not the the marriage portion but can you like yeah. sort of I want you to steal man both that part and then the 
the flip side of needing community, what religion provides, like um, those sorts of things. So, it's, so, so the first one, the messaging of nobody's going to help you. You've got to take on all the responsibility that might, like you said, right. We, we both understand that that's generally too much for one person, but can you like sort of steal, because I think people have become very disenchanted with authority generally. Mm -hmm. And so that's this kind of, can you steel man that part? And then we'll go to the other part as well. Yeah. I mean, some people rightfully so. Um, sure. I mean, they're, um, they're pursued on terrible things. Um, they're, and because they were this, all the worse, right? Um, and so like that, like lack of that, like distrust of authority is, um, it, I mean, it, it, it's sad. And I think, I think in some cases warranted, but also I'm not him, right? Um, it's, it's right. It's like to put, to put someone in the same category as that is, um, you know, uh, unfair. Um, uh, but, um, to be cautious. Okay. Fine. But, you know, build, like build the actual human relationship with the, with, with the person. Of um, course. But just like, yeah. we'll get and to the, so, we'll get to the flip side, but just like the, no, the yeah. messaging of distrust of authority, you have to take on all the responsibility. Nobody's coming to help you. Mm -hmm. Can you steal my nap? And then we'll go to the, the flip side yeah. where no, I, I think in some communities that actually can be true. Huh? Um, and that can be, I mean, absolutely true to some people's experiences in life. Um, in that family and friends just just leave them on their own and if, if they don't um, make it on their own then then they're not going to make anything huh um, and that I mean certainly is a breakdown of of a community right like a community is meant to be there for each other um, I mean that's what uh, like I mean that's what the, the church is right the church is is a, is a community of faith um, that like people that actually like love and care about each other, uh, looking looking out for each other's good. Um, and I and I yeah I, th I think sadly a lot of these people that are like really vocal about that um, uh, um, like individualistic like either you do it or it's never gonna happen like it's you know, like you're never like no one's gonna be there for you ever. I think a lot of times they're just speaking from a personal wound. Um, speaking from a place of, of, of hurt um, in, in their own past, um, which is uh, something innate that, you know, because um, because what they're lacking is actual trust in other people. Um, and, and so they've realized the only thing that I can trust is myself. Cue the loop the conversation back to everything else we've just talked about so far about yeah. trusting in yourself. Yeah. So then the flip side, can you still been the portion of, Right, we want to be find a community of those around us that will, right? Basically, what religion would provide from a from in in Christianity, you hear the term fellowship used. Mm -hmm. Like, what the the best parts of of that would be like? Like, kind of touch on. I've experienced it. You've obviously experienced it as well. Like the sort the sort of feelings that you get when you enter into a community where everyone is 
principled in that way and they're all everyone the, there's the trust between everybody is there like what sorts of things like if somebody was to walk into some like one of these one of these i don't trust anybody except myself like if you were to convince them be like no 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 you should really come over here with us like what would you say it's like family um some people may not have a great experience of like a family right so like let's basically just explain like what is a good family right um so these what is huh yeah never mind keep going yeah yeah um like a, a good community is like a good family um it's clear why everyone is there um they're they're first um because they love others uh like because they're like looking for others and then second because as like an accident almost it's like because it's good for me right like i go to hang out with my friends um like 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 some of my friends that i might call family right like i go to hang out with them because like because i love being with them and i love what they have to say and i love being around them um uh I feel like I can just be myself around them, right? So similarly, it's like a, like being with good friends and family. Um, similar ideals, um, similar mission in mind as well, right? So we all have uh, like a, a, a general like collegiality, general like friendship amongst everyone. And we're all oriented towards the very same sort of thing. And, and perhaps even practice and do some of the same things uh, to, um, to do that together. So, I mean, like, it is the point where like, yeah, I could, you know, I could, I could text a bunch of people in our um, Hispanic group of oración and, and like, yep, they would, they would, they would, they would jump right to it to help someone else that's in need. And um, there is that like actual, like, like communal help, um, yeah, can be messy, but it's a thing I've completely experienced in my life and 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 see happening all the time. Um, yeah, and, and more than just selfish gain, but actual, like, selflessness. Um, I, I, that's, a, that's part of that, like, I'm here because I love you, as opposed to, like, I'm here to what I can get from you. Huh? Um, like, that's how really all human relationships kind of should be. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's, they shouldn't necessarily be self-serving, but focused on the other adult relationships, is, I mean, especially, right? Like mature relationships, like I'm focused on how can I love you as opposed to like, what can I get out of you? Like, how can I use you? Like, yeah, we know that's wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. That's, I think that happens well that lack of I don't believe that you're there to help me because just because you are is because one I remember in um there'd be like movies that will that will be set in like the fifties or whatever and yeah. everybody knows everybody on their street and you can yeah. leave your door unlocked and blah blah blah. And now we're in a situation where people's um People have lost, I think, their. I don't. I don't know what the psych, like the psychological term is, but you have your like your immediate circle, where it's like seven people or whatever, and then you've mm -hmm. got your next one, which is like twenty or whatever, and then you've got the one after that, which is like one fifty, or maybe it's like ten, fifty, one fifty. I feel like people have lost the middle one, 
of people that they like trust. And all those people have instead it's like you've got your like seven or ten and then the the outside one is now up to like three hundred because you can connect with somebody on Twitter and it's like you kind of trust them, but like if push comes to shove, you're not really gonna ask you're not gonna be like, Hey man, like can you come into my house and right. do whatever? Like you're not gonna do that. And then you're left with these like five people that are closest to you and that's when you get people tweeting like keep your circles tight and like all these other things where and i don't i just thought of that now i don't because i'm thinking about my own life and i feel like that's kind of the case like i have my Mm -hmm. very very close like seven or ten and then i don't really have people that go then i have like people that i would like acquaintances i guess or whatever and it's and it's like we're friendly and we might see each other out but like if I really need something from one of those people, I don't expect it to be like, I don't expect them to be there. Right. Right. Whereas before I feel like. Can't actually have, have the trust. And yeah. Was, yeah. With, you can't with assume the next... that like, they're going to take responsibility for you because of the relationship you have. Yeah. And I feel like before you could, ha- you could not know somebody that well but like you know them they're in your neighborhood like your kids yeah. play on the same soccer team blah blah blah. yeah and people would just do that like mm-hmm. oh can you let my dog out i'm gonna be gone yeah sure no problem right right and now like people wouldn't even think to ask mm-hmm. because they're just expecting the answer to be no right almost and i think a huge part of that and that's certainly i think it's certainly more true in northern virginia is the lack of um is, is the transiency mm-hmm like everyone's all over the place um you you know you might have a lease for this place for two years and then you move you know to another building and like boom totally new people um yeah uh and that's one thing that like like yeah like in the church like there there are like it's kind of doing the same sort of inventory like all right great i got like my buddies from like like grade school that I'm still keeping in touch with and like all right family like all right well I got that inner circle and then I was like all right like if I needed to like hey kid like I left the gas on in the house can you go in and turn it off like who would I text for that um and like yeah like I know the like um some of our neighbors here like where I live uh is um you know they're they come to the church and I've gone over to their house we you know like they're after they're like this sort of like Kind of like the friend group you had in college, like, you know, of like, you're not like super tight, but like you enjoy your time together and, you know, occasional favors and that sort of thing. And like, yeah. Um, And then, you know, everyone else, you know, and whatever, but. um, And like some people also can get that from like, you know, like people at their gym or on their teams or whatever. um, Uh. Yeah, I, I think you're, you're bringing up another good point here of like people because of other reasons um, they're uh, um, lacking that kind of middle community. Yeah, um, and it's hard to reach out and try and create that because you can only do it so many times. Weird. It's before almost weird you, to do it. Well, it's weird, and then people are like, 
Why do they like do they just need something from me or like and then you get shut down a certain number of times and you're like why am I even bothering and then it's it's this whole cycle that kind of just builds on itself and it's well not very fun to be honest absolutely yeah no that um yeah <laughs> like um uh, you're exactly right of that like like everyone you know you know how to make friends in first grade because you're like you know we played play-doh together or whatever you know or like we became in, in friends in college because like yeah. you know, soccer and it was like mm-hmm. easy um uh but now like i don't know like hey like you know we just enjoy spending time together like like you know it's, it's like it's it, it is yeah kind of like almost weird now to like like hey man you want to like get dinner or something it's like wait like what's he going to talk about? Like, like what, what's, what's like, like, what does he need? It's like, is he like, is Eric going to ask me on his podcast? Like what's going on? Like, <laughs> yes, I am. I am going to do that. <laughs> and here you are. Right? Or like, Oh man, is, is father Renner? Is he going to like, like, I don't know. Like ask for money. I don't know. Like, or, you know, like, yeah. Um, you know, and to not, yeah. Again, that like probably comes from a place where people have been hurt and they haven't really um, been healed of mm-hmm. that hurt. There are a certain subset of people, though, that I think, like I've got one or two that, like one or two people that I would consider in like the middle one that I will absolutely trust to do something. Yeah. And like I feel like you, you are the same. Like you and I, we don't talk every day, but mm-hmm. if I really, really, really needed something, like I would trust that you would do it. And I hope the same, vice yeah. versa, the same for me. Yeah. Um. And so there's there are like, but to to that point, all of the people that I'm thinking about that are in that group have been raised either in a religious or a strong family like environment mm. and i feel like that is also quite rare so i want i want to yeah kind of jump into the if if you you meet somebody and you're like hey religion specifically christianity or catholicism would be is a is a great thing i would like go for that because i think um part of this community right people who come from like broken families or they don't have the best friendships or whatever, a religious community often can be a really good way to kind of not replace it, but act as a kind of substitute in a way, a a little bit here and there, right? Right. Supplement relationship with God is kind of can, can help with, with these sorts of things and people who haven't or have had less than ideal experiences with, uh with religion in general or like how would you go about that and you can also right knowing my backstory you can also direct this at me if you if that would help you do that but generically in it yeah Yeah. the desire of the human heart is to be known and loved right like to be like like you you know as a little kid like dad i want to tell you about my dad i want to tell you about this thing right like Mm -hmm. You want to like be known, huh? Of like, look at me, like. And if you don't feel, if you feel unknown, then like, okay, like, cue list of attention-seeking behavior, um, uh, lack of self-worth, right? Like, okay, great, um, loved, right, as well, um, or even sometimes even like, if you're not, if you're not experiencing 
love, right? Like if, if, like if the babies aren't being held enough, like there are problems, right? If, if, if parents aren't looking after and, ex and expressing their love for their child, right? If there's not like skin time, right? Like between a, 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 a child and a parent, then like, you know, um, sure. Okay, great. So like, we can see it far more clearly also when you're older, like when you're unloved, like when you're like unloved, and you, then, you, then you feel like you don't matter. And so, okay. Then you end up with a wound in your heart. You end up where like, I mean, this can even happen in like small things too. Like when I was in eighth grade, um, and we did like an eighth grade class trip and it was, you know, the mid 2000s. So I was wearing cargo shorts, as you do. Of course. I, mean, I don't know, like a, like a Gap t-shirt. Yeah, and, and a and pack a, of a five sleeve. gum. Yeah, 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 yes. And, and then a, a short sleeve plaid, uh, like buttoned down, but it was like, you know, unbuttoned. And, and, and I had a t shirt a under it. Yeah. 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 With the, the Gap Sheet t shirt. And, of course. Uh, and I had a red belt. And so I like, I tucked the shirt into the, so like you could see the belt because it was like, it's a cool belt. And then my one of my friends just kind of like, what were I, we thinking? <laughs> right. And I, but I'm thinking, like, I'm cool. I'm stylish. I'm an eighth grader. This is cool. And then, one of the one of my classmates was like one of my friends was like like he like he like you know like really like just kind of threw it up and like oh nice belt like insecure me is like like untuck my shirt like okay that's obviously not cool and if i want to be cool if i want to experience the love and admiration of my friends then i need to get i need to like and also like maybe i'm like i'm never gonna like tuck my shirt into like show my belt buckle ever again right like like from those places of hurt it changes how we live in it um healing is possible um jesus christ can heal you through this um uh through all of that pain um there's two thousand there's, there's more than that i mean like the catholic church is and also through the Jewish patrimony um, as, as more data and description on who the human person is, how and, the, and what the human condition is like we've we've got the most on it um, uh, to be able to describe what's going on with the human person and what the problem is and how to fix it. Um, I mean the most important part of that actually just being God. And like actually like like having a like being healed by the very God of the universe who made you, because um, like He's not happy when you're not as good as you could be, huh? Um, right? And He's like even like yeah, um, even maybe a little mad when we do like clearly bad things, right? Um, it's quick to forgive though, and uh, uh, the way in which God wants us to like to be healed by him, to experience his love and mercy um, is through his church, right? Like, otherwise he would have stayed here the whole time, right? Like, why in the world did Jesus leave? Right? Like, he came down the cross, then he came back, and we're like, woo we got him back. Awesome, isn't this great, right? But, like, why didn't he just stay with us? Huh. Um, like, why did he have to leave again? Why did he have to go back and ascend into heaven? Um, it's because he, he made a church. He made... Um, uh, he sent. He had apostles that he sent out, um, who then appointed other 
bishops um, who then made priests in the area and like yeah um, like it, it, it's because Jesus knows if it was just him like he couldn't do the amount of work that the church is doing in the world um, he needs us to be a part of it um, to like bring healing to people to like show them the, like they're actual they're actually connected something throughout the whole world um, something that's also like to God himself who's greater than the whole world and um, uh, it um, yeah um, I don't know it's the reason like of like why like a uh, why in the world I started to go to seminary like and become a priest like I've done a lot of other things but um, uh, people don't go to church anymore just because it's what you do um, it's because like something has happened in their life and and that's something worth asking about um, yeah I don't know kind of rambly in there but whatever no it's good that's interesting um I do have to wrap up in a bit. So on a less yeah, heavy yeah. note, how's your first, what, six months, eight months been? Dude, it's insane. <laughs> like, um, a friend of mine was talking with a person and was, was like thinking about becoming Catholic. And he was like, I don't know if like, I think God would want to like, I don't know, like if it was a good idea that God like gave humans the ability to like, do the sacraments and do priestly stuff and, and like my friend and i like looked at each other and were like we agree like 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 i'm i'm a terrible person okay like okay i i meet the qualifications i'm not you do all right for yourself <laughs> i do all right but like there's that responsibility personal responsibility of like no i know how much better i can be doing in my life um but uh uh um yeah, like, like, like the, the the fact that like these good and amazing powers, huh? like supernatural powers of like being able to do the sacraments to forgive sins, um, to in God's name, um, uh, to to say mass, like to anoint the sick, um, to be with people in those like worst moments of their life and their best moments of their life. I mean, it's insane. It's but it's like it's what God made. It's like what God told us to do. So. <laughs> I'm doing it, <laughs> um, but it's like the, the, I'm amazed at how many people cry because like they're just experiencing something immense in their life. Um, whether it's like on their deathbed, um, seeing the priest there to give them the sacraments, um, or um, even the confessional after like a. I don't know, recent rough period in their life uh, or in preparing for marriage and realizing like the ways in which they need to grow. Like, like, like a lot of people cry. <laughs> um, and, and it's because they're experiencing something amazing in, 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 in their life that I mean is, um, yeah, like, like, cause God's grace is doing something. Um, it's insane. I'm adjusting. I'm not biking as much as I should be. Yeah. How about you? You've been married for what, like two, three, three months now? One and a half. 
One and a half. All right. Actually, actually, to the day, one and a half. <laughs> nice. It's How been good. It? It's been good, man. Like, like even in the beginning when you're like, "Oh, you're married now," I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's been it's been good, right? Because after we come back, we both are traveling for various things, and it's like been a whirlwind of stuff in the last like probably two three weeks. We finally got a chance to like just be like, "All right." Now, thank you cards. <laughs> right, but, right, right. Um, but no, it's been good. I think a lot of we were in a really good position. I think beforehand, in terms of all the stuff that we like, none of the things that people are like. Oh, have you thought about this? It's like, yeah. Have you thought about that? It's like, yeah. We don't really have exactly the answer, but this is this is well. But this is not news to us. Like, I'm sure you talk with some people and you're like, Hey, have you thought about that? And they're, they're like, we have to do that. <laughs> you're like, what? Yeah. So I don't know. I think people are like, is it different? It's like, yeah, of course it's different, but it's not, we're growing. And I think it's good. Communication is good. I'm very yeah. happy, honestly. Yeah. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. It's freaking awesome. All right. We should end on this happy note before we go back down the rabbit hole of darkness and nonsense. Yeah. Oh man. There's any, last, any last nickels? Nah, man. Good to see you. Good to talk with you, man. Uh, yeah, likewise. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Of course. Cool. Always a good time. Next time cool. I see you, I'll have to ask if you can come back on the podcast again. Cool. Uh, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> messing. That's a callback. Joke. Welcome to my office. I actually like, I'm like a professional priest now, so I have like my office. Professional. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. See you.